Hello, hello, and happy New Year's. It's uh, Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. And your new trends journal's out, and you know what it is? You guessed it, the top trends. The top trends of 2023, and here are just some of them. Market meltdown, World War III, aging power, dirty cash to digital trash, AI, we own you, climate change, going green, like it or not, the good, the bad, and the ugly about it, office building bust, Middle East meltdown, college crash, anti-war movement, war and hate, anti-immigration, anti-establishment, new political parties, and the homeless solution. Yep, this is going to be a wild year. I'm going to read to you what we wrote in the introduction to the Trends Journal to our subscribers. Forecasting world, the, the top trends 2023, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Forecasting worldwide since 1980, at the start of each new year, we provide the top trends shaping the year ahead and the future. Among the mega trends of 2023 on the geopolitical front, World War III has begun. If this trend is not reversed, it will not be a happy new year. And many of the positive socioeconomic and geopolitical mega trends will be of little value in a climate of endless war and mass destruction. But as we detail with other top trends, the boundless human potential can reverse the negative trends and accentuate the positives, which will make 2023 a year of enlightenment, joy, peace, and beauty. Enlightenment, joy, peace, and beauty. Words that you never hear from the mainstream prostitutes or the little pieces of scum called politicians. Politics, many ticks that suck the joy, the life, and the money out of us. Who and what will shape the future? The will and desire of we, the people. The future is in your hands. Don't drop it. This is serious. Business Insider, I kept warning you about this. Go look at your cover of February 22nd, two days before the Ukraine war began when Russia invaded. Again, totally opposed the Russian invasion. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Talk of peace is forbidden. And what they're doing is they're selling us war. Business Insider came out with this stupid fucking freaky shit-ass article. A nuclear attack. I think it was them. I gotta, I'm not going to say who it was. I could say it was written by Aria Bendix and Taylor Ardrey. A nuclear attack would most likely target one of these six U.S. cities. But experts say 
None of them are prepared. Prepared for what, fuckface? You dust, you got it? No, no, Salenti. Don't you remember the stupid fucking ads they ran in New York? All right, these are the three things you do, and it keeps on going. Yep. For everyday citizens, we're just everyday citizens. We're just everyday pieces of shit. That's the fucking language they use. FEMA, this is the Federal Emergency Management Agency. The nuclear attack in large metropolitan areas is one of the 15 disaster scenarios, which the U.S. Federal Emergency Management, Federal Emergency Management Agency has an emergency strategy. Fuck off. There is no emergency strategy. Shove it up your ass. I'm not in the second grade anymore like they put us on the desks when I was a little kid. And as far as FEMA, run by stupid fucking shitheads, just like the other bureaucrat assholes, scumbag, can't say assholes, assholes have a positive function, scumbag, pricks, and I can't say the other word, that are total fucking bureaucrat losers. They don't know dick about shit. But this is what they're selling. Yep. They're selling the... Um, the strategies of the three things you want to do. You want to stay inside. You know, don't, don't get you know, just, just stupid fucking crap. You ready for everyday citizens? FEMA has some simple advice, simple advice for fucking simpletons that would swallow the shit that you fuck faces are delivering. Here they are. This will save your life. Everybody get inside, stay inside and stay tuned. Could you imagine? Could you imagine this fucking? Bullshit detected. Take precautions. You got it. Ah. So this is serious. What's going on? And then they quote this fucking guy, Erwin Redliner. He's, oh, he's a he's a health expert, a public health expert at Columbia University. Oh, oh, professor. Yeah, the professor says that. Um, it would not be the end of life as we know it. Yes, it will. But hey, listen to FEMA. Listen to listen to Columbia University. You'll get your degree. Oh, fucking shit. So anyway, World War Three started, and we you know all the other trends we're talking about. Stocks today they closed down. I'm going, mentioning this because again. We warned about this. Go back to your trends journal. We said if there was no Santa Claus rally, you're gonna the year's gonna open up down. It's gonna and it's gonna crash. The only thing that will stop it from crashing, it's in your top trends of 2023. The S and P fell. The Dow Jones, yep. Major averages closed 2022 with the worst annual losses since 20, 2008. Overall, the Dow is down 10.3% from its 52-week high. The S&P lost. They're in bear territory over, overall. And, and the uh, NASDAQ's down 33%. And then they had the Purchasing Managers Index came out today for December, right? Yeah. 46.2% in December, down from 47.7. Under 50 is decline. Gold prices, 
We told you so, we told you so, we told you so. We said that they bottomed out and they're on their way up and we see them moving higher. The world is going into chaos. Again, it's the number one. We, we don't have no advertisers in the trenches. We're not selling anything. To us, it's the number one safe haven asset. And now, if you don't believe me, how about the, um, the central banks? Yeah, they underpin demand by buying so much of it this year. So, and there's this also this de-dollarization move that's a reality. And when I say with the, where the country's going and how low it's going and your trends, this was just out from Business Insider. Dollar General, Family Dollar, and Dollar Tree are taking over the U.S. with more new stores than any other retailer. Isn't that great? You ever go in these fucking places? Once upon a time, when I was a young guy, you went into stores. They were beautiful. Oh, oh, how fucking depressing. That's America. That's America. Look at it. You go back to the roaring 20s, the people dressed, yeah. You know, the, the, the Great Depression. People dressed. The 40s, the 50s, the 60s, 70s, and it started going down. And now it's a slob show. Yep. Just getting worse. Just getting worse. Investors brace for market turmoil. Oh, wow. That's uh, today's Wall Street Journal. I guess they must have read the Trends Journal. Tourism factories fight over power. We're writing about this and we said we're going green, like it or not, the good, the bad, and the ugly about it. You know, people don't want these windmill, these, uh, uh, these, uh, whatchamacallit, these, uh, wind and solar power turbines running around solar uh, turbines and solar panels all over in what used to be beautiful areas. The noise is terrible. By the way, it's killing wildlife like crazy. The uh, wind turbines, the facts are there. They don't report them. So there's going to be a lot of pushback and Brussels eyes, energy sector overhaul to cut costs of renewables. Again, we we're detailing this, and also, Sweden turns to France as it looks to buy new nuclear reactors. The new nuclear ones are different than the old ones, but they're still running the old ones. So they're going nuclear. Yes, the new, new ones are supposed to be better. But again, as they write in this article, and this is from AFP, after a 17-year construction period that was filled with delays and false starts, France's Arriva has built Europe's first EPR pressurized water reactor in Sweden's neighbor, Finland. So again, this might be a new way. And the bottom line of all this, this is going to be one of the biggest entrepreneur opportunities of the century. New energy, green energy. It's a reality. Again, love it, hate it. We tell you what it is. And then you read the article on and these two fuck faces that are talking about this. The, the uh, guy who's the uh, head in Sweden over there and the little Katzon Macron, a little arrogant, little fucking prick. The two leaders, France and, and uh, Europe, reaffirmed Europe's determination to support Ukraine in the 10th month of Russia's offensive as winter sets in. Quote, 
The Ukrainians need our support more than ever, said Emmanuel Macron, the little katzon. Quote, the victory of Ukraine is essential for Europe and for the whole world. Ulf Christensen, the scumbag from Sweden, said, hey, fuckface, the victory of Ukraine is not essential for Europe. It has to do with Russia and Ukraine, the Minsk agreement, NATO moving not one inch further, but from 16 to almost 30 EU nations, and and the overthrow of the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych by the United States, as we've detailed in the Trends Journals, as it happened in 2014, and put in the Nazi groups as the neo-Nazis, as Putin calls them, because you just saw a big blowback in Poland from the guy saying how terrible it is that um, Poland responds to Ukraine's Nazi collaborator celebration. It was yesterday. There can be no nuances when it comes to glorification of World War II Nazi collaborator Stefan Bandera in Ukraine, Polish Prime Minister Matuz, whatever his name is, Morawarki, told press conference on Monday. Warsaw would not show any leniency to those who, quote, do not want to recognize terrible crimes committed by Ukrainian nationalists against the Poles. Quote, we are extremely critical, very, very negative towards any glorification or even reminders of Bandera. Yep. Um, said concerning a Twitter post by the Ukrainian parliament celebrating what would have been the 114th birthday of the head of an organization of Ukrainian nationalists, an ultra-nationalist group that existed during World War II. In the post, The Ukrainian parliament cited Bandara as having said that, quote, the complete and supreme victory of Ukraine nationalism will be when the Russian empire ceases to exist. And they went on to the general Valery Zulava said, is well aware of Bandera's instructions. The general himself was featured in another tweet pictured with a large Bandera portrait in the background. Bandera has been officially hailed as a national hero in Ukraine since 2010. So anyway, when people have no idea what this is about, so this little fuck face over there in, in, in Sweden saying that the victory of Ukraine is essential for Europe and the whole world, it's none of my fucking business. I'm an American scumbag. I believe in the founding fathers. I, Gerald Salenti, am a true American. I believe in the founding fathers, George Washington, John Quincy Adams. Don't fight the demons overseas. No foreign entanglements. Not fuck faces like you. And the reason Washington said this is because it's been going on for centuries, he said. Don't get involved in it. We got our own problems, which, of course, we're not fixing. NATO chief says sending more weapons to Ukraine is quickest path to peace. You can't make this shit up unless you're a real fucking shithead like that arrogant little scumbag and I call it to his face. Jean's 
Stoltenberg. Quote, it may sound like a paradox, but military support for Ukraine is the fastest way to peace. More war, more killing is the fastest way to peace. Coming out of the mouth of a piece of Stoltenberg shit. We do know that most wars end at the negotiation table. Probably this war too. But we know that what Ukraine can achieve in these negotiations depends extricably on the military situation. He went on to say, for the artillery, we need an enormous amount of ammunition. We need spare parts. We need maintenance. This is a huge undertaking. We need to ramp up production. And that is exactly what the NATO allies are doing. Go back to the cover of your Trends Journal. See it for what it is. World War Three. Ukraine strikes on barracks, kills at least 63 Russian troops. And now they're saying it's over 400. And the weapons that did it, the HIMAR missiles brought to you by the United States of America. One of the other top trends you see over there, Mideast meltdown. Syria says Israeli military shut airport. That's right. This is from the Wall Street Journal. The attack is the latest in a long-running sh shadow war between Israel and Iran playing out in Syria. Since 2017, Israel has carried out more than 400 airstrikes in Syria. Could you imagine if Syria carried out 400 airstrikes in Israel? Oh, oh terrible. Oh, how could you do that? Only Israel's allowed to do this, and the United States and its allies killing people all over the world. What hypocrisy here? What hypocrisy? I'm saying to you, there's going to be a mini meltdown. It's in detail in your, in your, trend, in your top trends. The United States is aligned more and more with, with, with uh, Israel against Iran. And here they say it right here. Iran is the main military supporter of the regime of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. So, was that none of my fucking business? Oh, they wanted to build a pipeline into there too, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Can't get that because then they go into the Mediterranean and they could sell more oil from Iran. Yep. And then two Palestinians killed in the West Bank. The latest incident comes on the heels of the deadliest year for Palestinians in the occupied West Bank in East Jerusalem. And they call it, the soldiers entered the Palestinian town of Kafradan late Sunday to demolish three residential apartments belonging to the families of Palestinian militants. So you're a militant if you have a country illegally occupying your country, turning it into a concentration camp, open-air concentration camp, and you're fighting them back, you're a militant. 
Middle East meltdown is about to happen. The implications of this are going to increase World War III and drive up oil prices, which went way down today. Oil prices went down because, as we keep noting, so too has the Chinese economy, and so too is the market meltdown. and an economic calamity. There are a couple of things that could change it. They're in the Trends Journal. And then I can't read any more of this because we've been censored for talking about the COVID war. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Are vaccines fueling new COVID variants? It isn't clear that the XBB, the new variant, is any more lethal than the other variants, but its mutations enable it to evade antibodies from prior infection and vaccines, as well as existing monoclonal antibody treatments. Growing evidence also suggests that repeated vaccinations may make people more susceptible to the XBB. BB, and could be fueling the virus's rapid evolution. I'll say no more. So we're giving you everything we can. And please also check the follow, the, the follow link below for all my latest news updates and exclusive interviews. There's going to be a lot of them coming up. And again, please visit trendsjournal.com and consider subscribing to the Trends Journal. Uh, we now have a great monthly deal. And again, they're, they're talking nothing in the media about the top trends. It's looking backwards. Oh, I know what they came out with. Overalls are going to be the new top trend. A big one for women. Yeah, dress like a slob and look like a slob. Put on your overalls. They're beautiful. Love the way you look so hot and sexy in them overalls. Woo! Yeah, I remember those mini skirts. Yeah, that's love those mini skirts. So thanks for tuning in. Again, the future is in your hands. Don't drop it. And we'll see you tomorrow with Salenti and the Judge. Happy New Year. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Are you prepared for what's next? These are unprecedented times. What's next? What's going to happen? Read the Trends Journal. We have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.